Today we are joined by Xavier Estemondi, who is also the brother of Aguila Estemondi, which we had an absolute pleasure of interviewing a few, like, few weeks ago. Xavier Estemondi is an agent, sports lawyer, and even has a license UFB for coaching in the Netherlands. He's been living here for the past 22 years. And uh, I just um, want to thank him for coming on Gold Bazan. How are you doing, Zabi? I'm fine. Thank you, Pasha. Thank you for having me over. Uh, I, w- I would like to say hi to all the listeners of Gold Bazan. And, of course, a warm hello to all the Iranians all over the world. I appreciate you coming out, my friend. And it will be an absolute pleasure to discuss about your career and uh, this is interesting stuff that you've done in the past and doing now. Uh, my first question to you is, um, how did you get into this business? Because it's very hard to get into, especially considering being a football agent and considering that you're a lawyer also. And even um, as you were used to be a former player for FC Groningen, um, how did that play out for you? Yeah, um, that's, that's, a, that's a good question, uh, Pasha. Um, when I moved to Holland uh, 22 years ago with my parents, I started to play football as uh, every other kids uh, love to become a professional football player uh, in a small village in Holland called Grau and I was scouted by Heerenveen I played uh, professionally for Heerenveen uh, for under 17 and under 19 Premier League here in Holland and after that uh, I moved uh, to Cambuur Leeuwarden uh, where I played for three years at the professional level and uh, from Cambuur, I moved to the Premier League Holland uh, with FC Groningen. I was 23 years old when I moved to FC Groningen, and in that season, uh, I got a knee injury. I, I had torn ligaments, and I had two knee surgeries, and I had to decide. It was a tough decision, but I had to decide to stop playing professional football, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I went to studying law. And in 2009, I finished my law study. And what I um, discovered is to uh, to have uh, success, you must uh, work in a different way than the others do. You have to be unique right. in what you do. So I um, I decided to combine both backgrounds as a uh, former professional football player and my legal background. I combined those two worlds and um, therefore I became a football lawyer uh, together with a corporate lawyer and Mm -hmm. um, uh, I gained my uh, FIFA license in 2012 and started to um, uh, work in the football industry and because of my football background I knew a a lot of uh, people in in the world of football especially in Holland because I played myself at the professional level. And uh, also because uh, uh, Reza Bouchanejot and my brother Aguilar Tamadi, they played in Holland, so we, we, we were well known, and that, that helped me uh, a lot. Alright, definitely. I'll talk to you about uh, Reza, because I have a massive respect for him for what he's done for our country in a little bit. But, um, you know, considering that you know, you're also a lawyer and right now you got your coaching license, um, are you, do you consider yourself as a full-time agent? Yes, I am. Uh, I, I also have my own uh, law firm here in uh, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my law firm, I practice uh, football football law uh, as well. I have a football desk. Uh, um, I, I advise and where needed, I, um, I have legal procedures with the FIFA for uh, in favor of players or coaches. 
Uh, and besides that, I own a, a football management and sports management uh, agency uh, called Sport Life Management. And um, I, I work full time as a, as a football uh, football agent. Yes. And um, do you do you represent usually Dutch players or are they uh, um, you know Iranians? No, uh, most of the players we represent uh, are uh, European players. Uh, the only Iranian player I represent is uh, is Ari Lethemadis. He's my brother. He's a goalkeeper of Almere City. Right. Uh, but I would like to represent some Iranian players in in the near future. You know, speaking about Iranian players, I know there's a lot of obstacles to bring them to the country because of work permits issues and just the idea of them, you know, because Iranians are usually close to their families and stuff, and it's hard for them to leave Iran for uh, whatever personal issues. Um, have, has there ever been an obstacle for you to bring an Iranian to Europe that you wanted to, but it never happened? Yes. Um, well, uh, one of the main obstacles for Iranian players is the obligatory of uh, military services. Uh, that we have in Iran, uh, that makes uh, for the, for the young players very difficult to move at the young stage to Europe. And as you know, the world of football has changed uh, in the past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the football became uh, much younger. That means that uh, the clubs invest uh, more in young players because because of uh, investing in young players, they can make them develop and sell them for a better price. The football industry has become a commercial industry and um, we have the, the other the other obstacle is uh, is a lack of experience for the Iranian players who played uh, for, for several years in Iran. Uh, that makes it very difficult um, to compete with young European players or young uh, Brazilian or South American players who come here at a young age. Um, so that's that's those those two are very um, big obs- obstacles for, uh, for for Iranian players as well as the Iranian football is not that uh, known in Europe. Uh, of course, uh, for the last uh, World Cup in Brazil, we did uh, we did a, we did we had uh, played very fair. It, it wasn't like. Our best performance, mm-hmm. but we did, we did, we did. How do you say? Uh, not not very good, but it was fair. It was a fair performance. Yeah, it was decent. Uh, decent, exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's because uh, now uh, some Iranian players are better known. But unfortunately, after the World Cup, the most Iranians who played in, in Europe they moved to Middle East. So that's not in favor of the Iranian football. You know, it's interesting because, you know, remember, uh, I remember when uh, Reza Gucinich was getting linked highly to come to Team Midi, but he was not, he hasn't been to uh, the country for a long, long time before moving to Iran. Um, and, I, and I know you're a close friend of him. Um, how do you see his career now being part of Team Midi and that vital goal he scored against South Korea that got us to the World Cup? And knowing him personally and stuff, um, how does that role play into him? Are, are Iranians that live outside of the country, like in the Netherlands or elsewhere, are they motivated to come to come back and play for their country, like Reza Gucinijad was? Yes, of course. Um, I know from from my own time, I, I used to play. One of the biggest dream uh, of mine was to play for the Team Melee. 
and uh, it was always the dream of uh, Reza and for uh, Ariel, my brother as well, to play for the team elites. And it's a big honor to play for your country. Uh, I think um, the move, uh, the decision for Reza to, to play for Team Meli has changed his life. Uh, I mean, uh, look at him now, uh, he can't walk uh, as a normal person uh, in Iran. Everywhere he goes, uh, people are uh, uh, yelling his name and, and that's, that's fantastic. And he, he has performed very good for, for the Team Meli as well. And, and that's a big honor for him as well to so. You know, has he um, has he spoken about his life now outside playing in the Middle East for his new club? Well, uh, he, he's still on the contract with uh, Charlton Athletic, so mm -hmm. he's now back in London. Right. Uh, before he, he went back to London, he, uh, he visited me in Amsterdam for one night. We, we had a little chat. But when we see each other, we, we more uh, we, we talk more, more about, uh, you know, uh, regular things more than about his football career, uh, just to catch up, because uh, uh, nowadays we don't see each other that much anymore, but um, but he's doing well and, and he, he will make a, a good decision for his uh, next step uh, very soon, I guess. But he's at this moment on the contract with Charlton Athletic and uh, we'll see what, what's going to happen. You know, um, one thing that I always ask everyone uh, in interviews, especially foreign uh, investors or whoever, agents, football players that we interview. I'm going to ask you this question. What do you think about Carlos Kairos as our manager and what has he done for Team Elite that has um, inspired you and you think that um, was the right path for our country? Well, um, he qualified, he qualified uh, with Iran to, for the World Cup. That's a big, big step for our country because um, uh, we are a big country in Asia, but it's not that normal for us to qualify for a World Cup, uh, seeing our history. We should actually, with the with the potential we have in Iran, uh, we have very good technical play players. Mm -hmm. What we need is a, is a, uh, someone who brings some tactical uh, added value to to our game. Uh, I think Carlos Queiroz has done a pretty good job for uh, for Team Medley and. Uh, the, the stories I heard from uh, from the players of Team Ali that they are very very satisfied with his uh, with his uh, work. Uh, but for my own opinion, uh, with Portuguese coaches, they always play a def defensive game. I think uh, in our country we have a lot of potential to play more offensive, uh, as as we have very good uh, offensive players as well. Uh, the, the most uh, valued player uh, with Team Ali are, 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 are attackers. Um, right. Sado Osman is uh, very upcoming. We have, of course, Ali Reza Jambash. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we have Reza, who's a, who's a, a very good uh, striker. Uh, so I think if we can put uh, some more offensive uh, tactics in the in Team Ali, and of course also start. It, it all starts with the, with the, with the league, with the, with the clubs, to uh, gain experience from the players who, who they uh, sign. Uh, we, we should, I think, the Iranian football should uh, become more professional, uh, and it all starts in the organization, I think. And uh, whenever we we are ready for that, to to uh, 
make some changes in the organization of the uh, football clubs. Uh, I think we can become number one in Asia and, and compete with uh, with the rest of the world because we have a lot of uh, good players in Iran. Yeah, that's uh, one of the key things that Carlos Castro is trying to do. Also, recruiting foreign players, I mean foreign Iranian players, foreign brothers to bring to the country to uh, you know bring that European kind of style of game to our game. You know, before I wrap this up, Zabi, um, you know, I'm studying law too. I'm trying to get into law school and stuff. And you know, I always wanted to get into the football industry and stuff. If folks that are hearing about this, either they want to become a lawyer, sports lawyer, um, you know, licensed coach, or even a football agent, what is your key message to them? Um, that if they're doubting themselves to ever get into this line of field? I think um, uh, you should, it, it all starts with ambition. Uh, uh, what I did is combine uh, those two worlds which I love the most, and I work 24-7. And if you love what you're doing, I think it would be easier for you to achieve your goal. Uh, mm -hmm. And and you, have to, you must have focus as well. You cannot... What I what I what I've done after stopping with professional football, I've done several things. Uh, but when when you become older, you you, you experience that you you must have a focus uh, to achieve the goal you want and to compete at the highest level with, with the rest. Uh, so focus and ambition, and and always try to be unique. O always try to be uh, innovative in what you do. And that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the thing, I think. You know, I really appreciate you telling me about your insights, um, being a former player, you know, with the career that you've done, um, going upwards and onwards. I really appreciate you coming on Gold with Zanzabi Etamadi. Um, you know, I also had the pleasure of talking to your brother, and um, both of you are very ambitious, and I wish you guys the best, and I, an absolute pleasure for thank you for coming on Gold with Zan. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pasha, for having me over. And uh, good luck with uh, Golbizan. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Thank you, definitely. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.